Hey guys, and welcome to the third episode of the CMTU, Can't Make This Up podcast. I am your host, Mai Walu. And I'm also your host, Alfred Lankala. And today, it's episode three, isn't it? Yeah, yeah episode three. Episode three. Um, it's a bit late, but you get what you get when you get it, okay? Well, that's not, I don't think we should go with that method. We're just saying that we want to produce quality content. So if at times we do miss a deadline, know that this episode will be filled with some tasty bangers. Yeah, and the memory card definitely wasn't corrupted or anything to do with the laptop. What happened? Like, man, I don't even know what you're talking about. So let's keep, let's keep going. Yeah, man. exactly. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start off like we usually do. How are you, Alfred? Man, <coughs> I'm, actually, I'm actually all right, to be honest. <coughs> I've been doing a lot of other things to keep myself just busy over the summer. So one of those things is I actually started, well, I'm going to start volunteering. Okay. So basically... I got an email from my UCD FBP Society, and FBP stands for St. Vincent de Paul. And they were like, yo, there's this application for youth um, summer um, camps. And I was like, cool, I'll, I'll do that because volunteering was one of my New Year's resolutions. And I went to it, and then there's some big, long form of, you got to send in a guard of vetting CV. You got a, a guard of guard vetting form, what am I saying? You got to send in um, application form. You got to get references from people who aren't your relatives are like whoa 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 i'm just gonna watch kids for like an hour well not an hour but like (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna rephrase that a bit differently (laughs) let me just watch kids for an hour and and then say that it was good work it was no but i'm I'm watching kids for like what seven hours but when i got there i realized oh yeah this this is this actually professional well yeah once it's once it's involving people under 18 like basically children then yeah it's a lot more serious so yeah it's a lot exactly but did you, did you get guard of it i no i sent in my guard of it form so i'm, I'm you're hoping still wait, you're still waiting you're on still it. waiting on it exactly but i just felt like this whole uh, process was very long so it would deter people who w- would like to volunteer but because of this that you know, they might just say give up yeah i love i love volunteering myself actually you know i like helping people but i also want to get paid at the same time that's called a job and yeah i'm looking for one now anyway so this is what this guy i remember i told you about it you're like so let me get this straight. You don't have a job, but you want to volunteer. And I was like, okay, Yo, look, I'm telling you right now, this summer 2019 is going to be the most expensive summer for <laughs> everybody listening right now. And if we don't cop jobs, it won't be more. It won't be expensive summer because you'll just be sitting at home doing nothing. So when you're on when we're on call, and then Alfred just goes, yeah. So I'm going to start volunteering. I was like, oh okay, but you don't have a job. And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, all right, say less. But the thing is, I already have a job offer. So I know that I'm going to use this summer because this is probably my. You have last a job offer. Yeah, offer. You remember I told you UCD. That's UCD though. Yeah, that's, that's that's four months away. Man. Yeah, I know, but also this is one of our last summers, last free summers, if you understand. Because after this, we look for internships, we look for this, that. There'll be lots of other big plans that are just taking, getting away of us having one time, ha- us just growing as a person. So I just thought to myself, if this is one of my last free summers. I'm going to use as much as I can of this time to just invest in myself, to improve myself and so on. Okay. Well, all I know is that when we're going out and doing stuff and you go, boys, I don't have the money. I say less, say less. <laughs> at, least you feel, at least you feel good about yourself by helping them kids. Oh, yo, okay. Calm, calm. For but seven hours. You never know. You never know. And if that's the case, so be it, man. So be it. So be it. Calm. I'll send you all the snaps later. <laughs> Are you going to ask me how I feel? You know, I just so self-centered. I don't naturally ask. Okay, sorry, sorry. I apologize, man. How are you, my? How do you even know what to say now? Because I like my what I said was so profound that you can't say anything. No, it just stuck in my brain that somebody is going to do volunteering this summer, and they don't even. Do you have? Do you have? Do you have P? I have P. You, 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 sorry, yeah, you go to UCD. You, you guys get 
money for no reason. <laughs> uh, props. I won't say who, but one of my friends just told me like, yeah, one hundred fifty euros dropped in the dram shop for no reason because they over budgeted the whole <laughs> grand thing. And I was like, what kind of fuckery is that? Oh my god, I love UCD so much. Like University College Dublin knows what they're doing. It's just that I think they just they just love their students that much. I want to say that, but I know that's not the case. They just simply over budgeted and said, you know what, let's. Allocate yeah, exactly. Money. Someone forgot to carry over a zero, and they were like, "Oh shit!" Let me just drop <laughs> 150 euro and make like Yo, never happened. This boy's a DCU boy, so we're not starting like a DCU UCD feud on this podcast. No, it's been happening for years, so it's not like it's not a new thing. Wait, anyway. no. To be honest, man, if you want to be sincere with ourselves, UCD don't have a feud with DCU because our rivals are Trinity. Your rivals are Trinity. Yeah, I don't know what about DCU. I don't think you have rivals. I think I think Trinity. <laughs> I think Trinity just like to keep to themselves. No, uh, did you not realize Trinity and UCD have history that goes way back? So let me just let me just school you right okay, here. Okay, school me. Basically, yeah, Trinity is the pro- first Protestant university in Ireland. Yeah. 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 So to not to combat that, but UCD was founded by Catholics to be as a counterpart to Trinity. Okay. You understand that? So that's how the rivalry, and that's in my assumption, that's in my knowledge, that's how the rivalry was born from those two different religious religious factions. And it's grown to the point that UCD will invite Trinity students to come and debate in UCD, and one of their um, and people would openly trash Trinity at those those debates, um, hosted by our um, Law Society or LNH Society for Literary and History Society. So. It's, a, it's actually a big thing. They call like red. They even have like um, names for like any events that's just UCD versus Trinity, like colors events. That's it. Where we're blues and they're reds. I believe. I may. Wait, wait. You repping Crip? Oh, oh <laughs> shit! Oh shit! Trinity people repping c- uh, Crip Killer. That's 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 crazy out here, man. <laughs> anyway, oh, Triners, man. I don't want to say they're all uptight, but they actually do. Uh, some of them have that vibe about them that they actually oh, think that. like better than you i'm like relax your mythology is a church like it's actually so outdated like come on <laughs> i've heard it like maintain that people just go there and then they just come back heads held up high like mm, i'm too posh for you now i cannot speak to those low common level dcu students anymore but at the end of the day they're <laughs> they got destroyed and unplugged so i don't even know do you know what unplugged is yet i i haven't no i don't even know to be honest okay so basically all the colleges well the ones that volunteered up had this like Afro, it was basically like an Afro dancing contest, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, TCD got absolutely destroyed. Like, I, I don't know, maybe they were too busy focusing on the book. So <laughs> they got, we, I won't like, we got washed as well, but we didn't get washed as badly as Trinity. Like, Trinity was like doing Millie Rock as if, as if it was a huge thing. Like, you're like, yeah, boys, boys, watch this, watch this. And I was like, nah, man. Yeah, so, so, who took over the title? Who took over number one? I think, I don't want to, I think it was NCI. NCI. I think it was NCI. The finals was NCI, MU, uh, Oh, I don't want to say. I think it was ITV because I didn't go myself, mm. but I just saw all the highlights and like, nigga did the flip on them, and I was like, nah, that's disrespect. <laughs> that was disrespect. I even know the guy. I think um, Tony. Tony. Okay. Tony just did one flip on everyone. Was like, yo, and he was like, yeah. I'm just continue Millie rocking, hoping <laughs> that the judges just like me. No, actually, I actually want to go to that because I saw some of those highlights as well. I was like, what's going on here? I was gonna go, and then it said it was in Tala. I was like, yeah, man, I'm too tired to go to Tala. Nah, I went to Tala before for. Um, another Afrosox um, debate, Af- Afrosox event, it was like a debate competition, and to be honest, we got washed as well, like, by, by um, I think it was, I think, yeah, it was, D- it was DIT, or, or, D- 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 or DUT now. I, I still call him by the normal name, but 
<laughs> it's too stressful. They, that man say I should say, oh, I call it, um, what's what's the thing, TUD. We'll say TUD, Blanche Campus. TUD, Dublin Campus. And I'm like, nah, oh, yeah, TUD. I, I'm just going to call it DIT, man. That's mm. how I know them. That's how I'm going to keep calling them. To be honest, man, I feel think that was a bit of, no, to be honest, DIT deserved the win because even though a lot of our points were good, we also said, like, two Nyash points that those got completely ripped to shreds. One guy on our team said, all white people, yeah. The emotion was why um the emotion was Black History Month should not be celebrated because it reminds us of the horrible atrocities of the past. Yeah. Yeah. And then we um we w- were voting for it. We were like, for the motion. No, we were against the motion. I think the opposition were for it. And one of the points that one of my team members said was black all white people. Something something wrong. But that was the main point, and that was the thing that all we white people. Well, all He's just you generalize, yeah. Okay. And you know when you generalize, yeah, you're, you're, you're saying something. You're going to say something. So like yeah. the fact that I can't remember everything else shows you how prevalent that yeah, everyone just focused on those. Was, three. was everybody just looking at him like, oh, this guy's yeah. finished? No, I was just thinking about my like, oh no no. And then he. And Wait, then he's on your team. He was on my team, yeah. Oh fuck. And then exactly, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was the other team guy's team. Okay. No, and then like the judge was like, you cannot say that, and I was like, well, I say. Was she African? No, she. We wasn't. Af- he was, but he didn't have that African accent, so I do apologize if I mentioned that. It's just that it came off naturally. I maybe some stereotypical thing. You don't have on. to apologize. They'll, they'll know. <laughs> you cannot say that. You, can, you said you cannot say that. I was like, and I, was, I just knew in my mind, like, this is the beginning of the end of it. <laughs> so you lost. We lost, but there were parts where I felt we were stronger speakers, but I think they just had stronger points that when you pulled back all the emotion that we were able to give to our. Uh, words, you just looked at what the content and were like, eh, it's not, it's not that good. You get me? Uh, okay, that makes sense. Well, anyway, from the literature slash cultural side, man went to a motel sh- not too long ago. Uh, one plus one. One plus one. Okay. Yeah, one plus one. So I didn't get invited. Well, I knew about it and I actually had it down in my calendar, but then something happened and it disappeared from my calendar and I just didn't go. Yeah, well, it was a while ago, but I was like, nah, I have to talk about this episode next time we hop on. Mm-hmm. So, like, as of this recording, like, it was like, I think it was like almost like a month back. Like, but for me at the time, right, it was a huge way for me to like to cut loose after being stressed out from like lab assignments upon lab assignments because it went from being henched to dench. That's how that's how hard these lab assignments henched were. Dench. Nah, it, it was uh, so Would it was you get crazy. On a t-shirt? Hench to dench. Hench to dench. That should be like I know a few boys who rep it. Engineering boys who definitely rep it. <laughs> but yeah, it was the second launch party of One Plus One. And a lot of you don't even know what One Plus One is. We're actually t- as we're talking about it. But basically, uh, One Plus One is an Irish clothing brand made by, it was started by the, the big homie OJ and, uh, and Luke. And everyone knows OJ. But uh, he's a calm guy. And um, they decided to have a launch party to obviously, you know, promote their brand and get their name out there. And the night was like also an opportunity for other fashion brands to get their name out there as well, mm-hmm. along with other artists. So basically, it was just like, just like a way of just promoting yourself. Okay, and, you okay. Know, as I was saying, get your name out there. So you already know there was people out there, you know, popping bottles and models because it was like it was in it was in the Grand Social, which is like just like a really mini club, right? Yeah. And um, people out there obviously popping bottles and models, even though like most of them weren't actual models. And like <laughs> there was a few bootleg Kardashians I saw there, like Ooh. like you know them ones that will go like, oh yeah, use my code for twenty percent off, like those kind of people. I was like, nah, man, they put it in their bio with their chest. But to be honest, man, I remember. Um, do you know this clothing brand called California? No. No, no, yeah, I do, yeah, I do, I do. Yeah. I, do. I yeah, never I s- shopped there, though. Yeah, I signed up for one of their ambassador things, and then I got that code. I was like, yeah, I'm a big G now. Yeah, but did you make money from it? No. I, 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 exactly. I even thought to myself, like, who was looking at my picture and go, yo, 
I really want that. Like, I need to have, like, a decent following. Like, maybe a 1,000 or 500. You're gassing yourself up by saying, oh, 20% off on this count. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd be lying if I wasn't. Uh, going back to one plus one, yeah. but I'd be lying if I uh, wasn't a little bit lost, to be honest. Because like, I, sometimes I felt like I needed an adult. Because like, there were girls inserting their backs all the way into this dude's pelvis. Like, Wait, whoa, was, whoa, like, whoa. like, like I'm saying like, do you know what wine is? Yeah, well, I know what. Yeah, that was that was the exact phrase, the back word I was looking for. Because I could imagine it happening there, but I just couldn't see yeah, the word. But she was throwing it back so hard that I just felt like they were going to become one entity. That's, that's, <laughs> That's how bad it was. Like and a Lego piece. Yeah, <laughs> like a Lego piece. Exactly. That it's so like you know the way like you have to use your nails to, to rip them from from bar. That's how bad it was. Like, and I saw one dude. He he told us like, guy, hold my Air Forces. And the guy didn't want a Lego dance move. That I was like, nah, man. Like, watch your health, man. Watch your legs. <laughs> watch, your watch your legs. Watch your legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was also scared. Like, I was gonna be one of the, in that circle of boys that was like, you know, just standing in the corner, just like, yeah, yeah, man. Pray that thing blowing out back out with the dance. Like, yeah, but thankfully, thankfully. I w- that wasn't the case. That like, was the case. Yeah, but there was that group, but they didn't do ex- anything but like you know just go on their phones really like anti-social like. Uh, I was like, guy, you pay like eight euro for this. What's, the, what's your problem? Uh, but you know, I didn't look out of place. Okay. Why? Because man was dressed as if I was one of them. Okay? okay. So I came with all the limiters off, and then the sauce was on max, my G. Max. On max. max okay? okay. Check my check my reasons. Check my reasons. Broke the dial. Broke the dial. I broke the dial. I had man. the fit on point. I infiltrated. Oh, I became. Ex- I really do like the recent though. Not the one from One Plus One. Well, that one was a banger, so if you haven't seen it, go check it out and like it. But the one with his Nickelodeon t-shirt. Well, I had to drop that one because <sighs> of the cartoon tournament of power. That t-shirt is too sick. Ah, it's too sick. has all them, uh, all them um, cartoon characters at the back. looks man, too sick. It was wrong. And I love the one that I got for Free B's birthday, man. Yeah. If you don't know, Maiwa oh, got yeah, yeah, yeah. bought Breezy, the guest on the I cartoon got him, like, of power. I got like a sweatshirt, right? Yeah. I got him like this kind of like teal it was teal yeah um, like sweatshirt. lights turquoise oh, Goku niggas don't know Goku that's tough that's tough I was wearing Air Jordans on the on the, on the graphic t-shirt on the graphic sweatshirt and it looks too sick yeah he's wearing he's wearing the green, the orange Jordans wait and that shit we say less where, where I got it from but just know I got it from so <laughs> what was I talking about the thing is I actually want to get I was going to get a Bruno t-shirt as well um, from Ed and Eddie because I know he's a crook like my main boy Eddie so like he's, yeah, he's crook number he's, two he's crook number two like that's very high status uh, yeah I'm crook number three but <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go anywhere higher uh, I'm not crook I'm not on a crook level man you're I'm not a crook I'm not a crook I'm still trying to learn how to be I'm trying to learn how to be a good gallus but there's no such thing as a good gallus there's no such thing as a good gallus not yet I want to figure I want to understand you're going gonna to revolutionize I, the, the I word gallus thing is yeah I want to have the power and then use it for, a go- for good in this world yeah but a gallus by definition is just linking gal. So how is that? How is that objectively? No, no. I won't have the confidence, the sauce, the self-esteem, all those things I was telling you about yeah. the first episode. I won't have that and then use it to find that one high-tier gal, the caliber gal, and then after that, I'm just enjoying my, I'm enjoying my life and doing good things on this earth. Yeah, relationships aren't for me. Just I don't know why people are getting relationships this summer, but yeah, that's the rule. My wa- my wa- is kind of the relationship. Done I'm, with I'm relationship done relationships for a while. right now, but we say less. <laughs> <laughs> we say less. Act, you never know a girl can listen to this and like, you know, I actually want to talk to this Maiwa guy. Yeah. After I was just like slagging girls out for like inserting their backs into people. Yeah. <laughs> Calm. No, not all girls, but like. Not all girls. There's only like a few of them. Oh, yeah. That's what we were talking about. One plus one. Yeah. Cool. So what was I saying? Um, um, the fit. Yeah, the fit was on point. I infiltrated. 
and like what was I saying? I became one of them and accepted <laughs> it as, as one of them, you know. Okay, okay. And I had a, I had like sign like a blood oath to protect and preserve the honor of fashion and, and high peace. Blood oath over height yeah, over what? Them man, them man, them man don't play around when it comes to fashion, man. But I heard that you were on that dance floor. You were real. The way you just dis- disregarded your air forces, man. <laughs> Man, when you're jumping up and down in the mosh pit, those air forces are gonna get creased, but no matter. I, I even <laughs> felt like throwing them out afterwards. They were so bit, bit off, like it was, ah. it was crazy, man. The performers as well. They were oh my gosh, they were too sick. Mm-hmm. There was so many performers. The fits were amazing. Everyone was amazing. Like my boy, boy wonder, boy wonder was there, and he was singing. He was singing a few songs from his new album. Actually, it's actually out now. Iso, Iso was there. Iso is also performing in another event. Mm-hmm. I'll link that one as well. He was there, but he likes to be called Soul Salsa. That's his. That's Soul his. Salsa. Yeah. Um, he killed it. Many performers killed it, but just those main ones because I know them personally. Okay. So, yeah, they were all sick. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, everybody, everybody was dancing. Like I even saw this one white dude, and you could tell like he didn't know how to dance too well. So he he just he two stepped the fuck out of that event. Like he was just two stepping for like a good three hours, and everyone was just look, everyone was gassing up for some reason. I was like, guy, he's just, just, just two stepping to and fro, to and fro uh, with a red cup in his hands as if he was like from like these cliche TV movies. Church has taught many boys and girls how to two step to a T. Like, you know when African you're church, churches. African, yeah, churches. Masses, yeah. you don't do that shit. Guy <laughs> 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 yeah, mix it up every hour. Do you know, that, do you know that, like that leg switch was like bop bop like <laughs> everyone was like oh <laughs> shit oh shit yeah they were gassing the white guy up uh, yeah but banger after banger you just kind of let yourself go and you kind of like when you go to like concert like that where people just really love music and everything you kind of just vibe out to it and everything and you just really appreciate like the culture of music and what what it can do for you and everything how it makes you feel it's so crazy like that's nice. the event itself was just really really good that's all, that's all I have to say about that but nah one plus one definitely go for the next one that's coming out that's going this summer seriously it's another one plus one yeah there's gonna be one hopefully it's a rooftop roo- rooftop event but we'll see yeah I have to cop some of his merch that's coming out soon as well it's coming out I think it's out now or sometime this June send me the link man so I can just check just it follow out. one plus one clothing they yeah. have all that Welcome to Urban in the Week, the segment where myself, or my walk, just talk about an urban word in its urban context and explain its definition and have a little discussion about it. Yeah. Now today, today, Urban Word of the Week is Mandem. Now, my walk, what's your understanding of Mandem? Mandem is a group of rascals <laughs> doing rascal type behavior. <laughs> Is that and not being stopped by anybody. <laughs> not being stopped by anybody. That's your, that's your mandem. Okay, for me. Mandem. Your group of boys. Your group of boys. Your group of boys. Okay, yeah. that's nice. Now, for me, I didn't pull this from anywhere. I know Urban Dictionary does have a definition of mandem, which is just a weird one, so I'm not going to use it. Weird how? Weird how. The thing is, it's just that like it has like it says mandem is effect to it, right? yeah like it no, has a neg- negative light into it. Thing is, I didn't even I checked up another um, website instead of Urban Dictionary because I like to use different sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the guy was just basically saying that mandem is just a group of rascals, like you just said, mm-hmm. who do stupid stuff. And if you're called a mandem, you shouldn't. It is not a good thing. It's not. It's not. Yeah. yeah okay. It's not a compliment. And I, c- I disagree with that heavily, man. So what would I define a mandem as? A mandem for me is just a group of friends 
usually you have one ethnicity, yeah. Okay. So, so it, it's not secluded to black people. It's not. The thing is, it usually is, but I feel like it can be used for any ethnicity. Now, there is a reason why I feel so strongly about this mandem thing because I, there's lots of importance, a lot of benefits of having a mandem. Okay. So I feel there's mainly two reasons for this. Two reasons for us having a mandem. One, it can teach good practices associated with one's culture, and two. Your friends from Mandem can relate to, to you in a way that no one else really can. So let's let's go to one. So let's say you're Chinese, right? Let's say my wife's Chinese. Okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna do an accent now. Not that bad. Yeah, not bad. That was good. Good. I didn't expect. I really want to know, but I'm not gonna. Anyway, so <laughs> let's say you're Chinese, yeah. Okay. But your parents, when they came to Ireland, they had they really adopted the Irish culture, so they're really lax about Chinese traditions and um, habits and so on. Okay. So that then rubs off on you, and you don't really grow up learning many Chinese cultures and traditions. Okay. So then you go on have your normal life, but you have a mandem. Okay. And in this mandem, you have three, two or three other Chinese friends. Yeah. And you're quite close. Okay. And whenever you go to their house, some of their parents are kind of strict about this Chinese tradition, or not strict per se, but they keep close, they keep those traditions close to their hearts. So when you go over to the house, you may have to take off your shoes, you may have to say certain words before you ask something. You may not refer to their parents as by their first name. Maybe <laughs> who's doing that? <laughs> no, no. But like you get one. <laughs> yeah, you no, I get saying. you. Yeah. They don't, those tra- um, traditions are then being taught to you in a subtle way. Yeah. Unconsciously. So unconsciously, yeah. Okay. So over time, you build them up, and then let's say in the future you want to date this Chinese girl because you know she's paying. You know those Chinese girls are, you know, they're quite paying sometimes. Anyways, so you then approach this girl, date her, and after a while, you actually want to marry her, yeah. So then it comes to you getting along with the parents. That's the next big thing. And those parents are strict. They're strict. Big surprise. Mm-hmm. Chinese parents. They're strict. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. Anyway, but because you're mad them, because the way that they've, they've kind of taught you, they're, they taught you the culture, even though in your home, you really didn't have anyone to teach you that culture, you get on fine with them. You may have little bumps here and there, but generally they look at you and say, this person isn't foreign to us, this person knows our ways, this person knows our habits, and as a result, I'm fine with him being co- my son-in-law, do you understand? Okay. And that's the importance I'm getting at Amanda, because especially for people who are the sons and daughters of immigrants who came to this country, or any other country, because when you come, we do, as a result, lose a sense of our culture that we left back on, that our parents left back. Oh, definitely. In na- most in definitely. Country. Most definitely. Like, a lot of us can't speak our native language, and it's not our fault, because, but it does rub off on us in a negative way. Okay. So then when we meet with people who may have had stronger relations with their culture back home, they look at us as if we're aliens, if you get me. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> like, they yeah. just, I remember... <laughs> God knows, I'm not touching the Nigerian market unless I know you're a boss. It's a way they'll, they'll sell me out. They'll sell you out, man. I remember I went back, um, I w- not went back, but I went to Nigeria two summers ago. Yeah. And they basically, uh, my, my mom wanted me to learn like barbing, yeah, because they're good to learn craft by hand, yeah. Dream. Oh, yeah, you <coughs> want to learn, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I went out and then they just looked at me and said, Who's this white? You look like a white boy, yeah. or it looked like if you came from Victoria, Lekki, which is like a very, very rich place in Nigeria. Yeah. Like it's basically Lagos, basically where, mm, what's the rich place in Dublin called? Like still Oregon, or one of those really rich, posh places. Okay. It's essentially that, yeah. where like loads of, if people are coming to, white people are coming to Nigeria, they're going to stay in Lekki, if you get me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. 
it's them ones where I remember my mom used to tell me, right, that they have names for us there, all right? So there's two words, Ajipako and Ajipota. So Ajib, uh, which one? Ajipako means hard. So it, it's, they both mean, I think it's rock. Yeah. Well, no, sorry, bread. Sorry, it means, they both mean bread, right? <laughs> but Ajipako means hard. So if you're from Nigeria, you're Ajipako, you're hard, you've been, you've kind of been like, toughened up. You've been toughened up and everything like That's that. You know the struggle and everything yeah. like that. And then these soft ass kids that come from <laughs> Europe to Nigeria, they're, they're, they're the softest of breads, Ajibota, oh. and they call you that to your, so if anyone ever calls you that, then you know what they're saying. I know. But it's one of them ones where they, they kind of look down on you. It kind of reminds me of mine. Uh, I know like a family friend, a family, a relative, yeah. And she got her, she got herself sent to Nigeria. Tell it was Nigeria. Was her, was, her, was her exams lacking? No, I don't know, man. But she, the thing is, man, she was misbehaving and she got herself sent to Nigeria. Was she being scandalous? She, I don't actually don't know, man. It's not my place to say, but you know, oh, when if you got sent to Nigeria, you, you know what's happened, you know what you've done. Anyway, so she was, I was just basically, I was feeling sorry for her because she was such a white girl. Oh, that to the bone, yeah, exactly. But like, I really. Even though, like, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to stay in Nigeria for like an extended amount of time for like two years, yeah, mm-hmm. or uh, to go to boarding school, I would like to go to boarding school for like a month just to learn the language a lot more and just to hire myself up. Because, to be honest, Europe is like Europe and Ireland in particular are kind of like soft places. I'm they're not very saying soft places. Yeah, no, no, they're very soft. You come to Nigerian school, they'll actually just beat you up <laughs> for no reason. No, really. No, oh. they'll have no reason to. They'll say, "Oh, you're new." Bah. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you getting this experience from? Now tell me. Tell me. Yeah. My cousin. Your cousin. Yes. He got self sent. He got sent. He got sent back. <laughs> he got sent back for a few weeks. He went to boarding school, and I think he said he was in science or something like that. And one of the ju- one of the seniors saw him in the hallway. You, come here. <laughs> and he goes like, "What's your name?" Some, some, some. They kind of exchange. Well, okay, okay. I'll see you later. And just before he left, just whacking him on the back of the head, he fell on the floor. And he goes, "Why?" And he goes like. No reason. <laughs> no reason. But yeah, I'd be going. <laughs> no, I remember I was watching this YouTuber, man. I think it's called Tenoski or something like that. He's a Nigerian YouTuber. And he's just basically an experience of um, being at Nigerian boarding school. And one time, he said that there's really a big difference between you being a senior and you being a junior. Mm-hmm. Like, in Ireland, I didn't really feel that. Like, I wasn't really scared of a lot of countries. But if in secondary schools in Nigeria, if you're a senior, you're feared by your juniors. And mm-hmm. your juniors have to most obey you. And one time, this, um, basically, when you're born in school, you keep yourself, your stuff to yourself. Like, you have sweets, keep to yourself. Don't go sharing around because why would you do that? That's universal. Yeah, universal, yeah. But then the seniors just walk in and go, anyone, does anyone have any pantry for me? Does anyone have any commodities? They'll use, like, really posh English when they speak like, <laughs> like commodities. <laughs> commodities. Yeah. Something like that. Any snacks, any foods. And then everyone be like, um, I don't have a size. I said, okay. If I should search your area and I should find anything, no, you're getting beat today. Don't, don't, if those know you are getting beat today, my <laughs> <laughs> And like I say that in Nigerian accent, because that's how some would speak, speak it out. In Nigeria, with yeah. a Nigerian accent, yeah. of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, anyway, I just, wor- I watched it, and then I remember that kid just takes, bring out his kick car. Yeah, I said, you want to lie to me? He said, okay. And he said, it's the only thing my mommy gave to me. He said, I don't, do I care? <laughs> do I look like a mommy? Nah, uh, nah, some people can be bastards, man. <laughs> anyway, back to your just, word of Just your upbringing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the second reason is that having a man them, or a girl them for the girls, though it's, it benefits you because having a man them, you, pe- those people in your mind can relate to you in a way very other people, very, not a lot of other people can. Because 
as a result of their skin color, they would have gone through similar, I'm not saying the exact same, but they would have gone through similar life, um, given to life circumstances and experiences. Yeah. Like, for example, a Jewish person would have had to celebrate Hanukkah or would have had stu- different experiences like that, that many people yeah, different from rules and stuff that like the parents all universally um, give to their children. In children, yeah. yeah. For example, me, myself and Maya, we can joke about going to African churches because we're African as a result. And yeah. we can joke about how pastors may do this, how uh, ministers may do say this. Yeah. Because we both, I know as a result of his skin color, he would have had that experience. Yeah. And he and as a result, our bond has grown stronger through that. Yeah. But like I said before, both these both these um, points are basically just trying, are basically just one, can be summed up in one. In that, having the mandem just keeps you linked with your own culture. Because, like I said before, com- being the sons and daughters of immigrants, you can be lost in yeah. this culture. And then if you adopt it, you may feel, you may not get the full ex- human experience, you get me, because you're adopting someone else's culture. Okay. It doesn't feel as genuine as you adopting your own culture and me speaking Yoruba, for example. That's what Okay, but what about, um, what about British man then? Because they're, they're, them ones, it's, it's them ones where they're not really like, linked to like nigerian yeah. african culture it's just the english ca- type of thing but like well i think i feel in my experience i think the british urban british culture is like a hybrid between nigerian culture it's not that it's linked it's like it's its own culture in a sense okay but i do feel that our irish culture isn't like let's say urban irish culture let's say that yeah. i don't feel if that's a thing i don't think it's developed enough to be a thing yet no so it would we would rely on us learning about our own culture before you know, if you get me. I would even say we're kind of, I wouldn't say mirroring, but we are taking aspects from English Mandem Exactly. A lot we even know Mandem from the English. Ex- like yeah. a lot of the words we get are just derived from England. If just want. our next door neighbors. Exactly. Yeah. So I wouldn't say that, I, that's why I feel it's so important for um, people in the foreign countries to go back to their own culture and then just learn little bits and things about them. Because with that, you get a sense of identity. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. That makes sense. That's pretty cool. What about Gyaldem? Gyaldem. Yeah. Would you would you say that Mandem? Would you would you say that Gyaldem is as the, the bond between Gyaldem is as strong as Mandem? I am not Gyal. I'm not a girl. Sorry. I, I'm not a Gyal. You can tell. But I, could t- I say it was to be honest because you see those like clusters of like black girls or like black um or those ethnic groups come together and very strongly together. No, I I but I'm I'm saying specifically girls. Girls. Like, would they? Would you ever see girls kind of back each other up? Yes, like yes. I remember. I, I have a story to tell you. So, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Okay. So, our boy, yeah, my friend. I'm gonna Are call. You gonna give him an alias. I'm. Now? I'm gonna call him. Don. Don. I wanna. Okay, I wanna call him Dono. Probably gonna be a Don at the end of the story. I'm gonna call him Dono. Yeah. He's Dono. No, his name is not Dono, but he was supposed to have named be named Dono, and because of that, he will definitely know who he is by listening. To He's him. supposed to be called Dono. He's supposed to call Dono. So, Someone told his mother that Dono would be a good name for him. And his mother was like, nah, that's not happening, bro. Yeah. So Was it a white person that said that? Yeah, a white person said that. Anyway, <laughs> so our boy Dono, <laughs> our boy Dono, he basically, he and this other black girl, um, we, I think, can we use her name? I don't want to use her name. Use another alias, man. Use another alias. Yeah, yeah I'm going to call her Rose, yeah. He and this black girl, Rose, they didn't get along too well because, you know, he was smart and arrogant she was smart and arrogant and smart and arrogant people generally don't mix you get me yeah so anyway one time they were having one of their like weekly fights weekly bitter um weekly fights about something some small matter 
And then I think that um, Donald said one of his passing um, insults, something that normally people would just be like, would they roll their eyes over and then keep walking, yeah? So Donald said that, and this girl flared up. And she rounded up her friends, and she rounded up her black gang. And I say black gang in a good sense, I'm just, just to let you know that most of her friends were black, not that, not trying to associate anything negative with her friends. And she rounded up her gang, and they they gathered together in the crescent moon around Donald and roasted the absolute shit out of that boy. They what? They, they roasted they him? They roasted him to a... Where was his man then? Wow, man. Not, you, you don't see how scary those girls can be sometimes. When they start throwing insults left, right, and center. So his man them dip on him. To be honest, like, I was his friend. I looked at what was happening. I was <laughs> you like, were no, his man. man. <laughs> <laughs> And now you're just airing him on CMTU podcast. Yeah, no, it's a good experience. I was looking at him like, is he alive to this day? No, he's still alive. He's a good friend, like okay. of yours as well. I just start using okay. my old alias is quite, you know, quite mysterious. Oh, I know. Who you're, oh, that's <laughs> tough. That's tough. That's tough. And he was getting roasted. And then after everything was said and done, after all the smoke had cleared, and Daniel was a broken, battered former self, she and Roses came up and said, "You just got roasted by the African mafia." And then she does like that. Oh, I think you told me that story. Yeah. I, I think there is strong links in some of them, but I think the majority there isn't. I, I honestly don't feel like, um, in terms of a like, group, Geldem are, are strong as, um, the bonds are strong as Mandem. Like, you can have a group of tw- uh, 20, 20, 20 dudes, and they will be, not 20, 10, 10 dudes, and they will be like family, family. Whereas girls, they'll have a group of 10 girls, right? But then they'll have like, two or three mini groups in between yeah, them and, then and, then, and they'll, they'll make their own group chats and then nobody will talk. I don't want to say, they, they, I don't want to say um, specifically, mm. but um, there's a group chat. There was this um, club that I was in, right? And there was like a boy club and a girl club, right? Yeah. For this um, sporting, um, this sport Athletic. Yeah, this sport, yeah, right. And then, I don't know, we just made one, right? Yeah. But the boys one was always active and we're always talking and everything. We always met up and everything like that. Yeah. I remember talking to one of the girls from that group chat and she was like, yeah, we haven't talked at all since we've ever made it, but like, we're still talking in our own little mini group chats. Mm. And I was like, for what reason? She was like, oh, I just get along with her more. Mm. And I just feel like, I'm not going to say generally, but when it comes to like a big group of boys, the boys are just, they just get along with each other more and mm. they, can, they have tough skin. Whereas... See if I talk shit about you right now, we'll, we'll settle our beef by just roasting each other, and we'll all be calm. Yeah, girls can't really do that. I don't. I honestly don't feel like the majority of girls can do that. They can roast each other, and then you can just be you can be friends afterwards. It, it's like, it's like you really did that to me. Like, like that's not on. That's not on. And then you're kind of just gonna, it's kind of just go their separate ways. I do kind of see what you're getting at because I've kind of seen it in, in myself in um, friends groups I've had, where the girls will make like there will be a certain number of girls. Yeah, and. Because they're kind of associated, they're friends of friends of friends, so er- you, you would assume that they're all one group, big friend group. Yeah. But they're not really. Like, in within that whole group of friends, I'm using quotation, mar- um, using quotation marks, yeah. yeah. Um, they're like min- many other clusters, and they're extraordinarily close. Mm-hmm. Like, those those would be almost, almost to the level of sisters. Yeah, know? and it's never more than, like, four. And more four, like, even two. Two to, two, two to three, exactly. That's, yeah. like, the perfect number. Yeah. Whereas boys, like, I wouldn't say Maya was my brother, but I would say Maya was my close friend. Yeah. I wouldn't say Breezy's my brother, but I would say he's my close friend. I do refer to him as my bro and so on, but like that's just not like that's just like a term. Like yeah, I don't think it's their thing to be in a big group like that. Yeah, so that's what I'm ta- that's what I'm getting at. But I still feel like girls' groups are still close, still strong, but 
May, maybe you're right in the sense no, that no, not no, strong. No, not strong as London. Yeah, not strong. Right now, they're not strong as London. I think most of them will agree. Large groups of girls are not as strong as large groups of boys in terms of like yes. commodity. The more man them there are, the more funny it is because when you <laughs> put too many niggas in one place, there's something <laughs> bound about to happen and someone's going to pull out their Snapchat. No, you know what? I've actually had that experience. I remember we went to Dublin Zoo and some of the man that did some massive fuck, they did some fuckery there. And I just, I could see you that went from to Dublin Zoo. Yeah, remember? In college. Yeah, not in college, in secondary school. Oh, you, oh, you were there. I know this. This story. was a, uh, this was in biology because my wife wasn't smart like me and he did biology. Well, uh, I'm just woke man. They're signing up to do okay sciences like I don't like a few of them did. <laughs> anyway, so I could see these boys. Something was going to happen. So myself, myself, and my boy, we just I kind of sat to my side. I sat sat to ourselves, and my boy was like, "Yo, I think you, I think what you're doing is a smart idea. So let me sit beside you." So we're just sitting down, waiting for. So we kind of knew in the back of our mind something's going to happen. And then something did happen, and <laughs> and people were getting stopped by Dublin's security saying, "Yo, um, we saw you. We need to speak to you and ask you some questions." And random people were getting stopped. People who were black, but like you wouldn't expect anything from them yeah, because know, they're, yeah, they're those kind of smart because guys. They're black. Because they're black, people yeah. were like, "Yo, we need to talk to you for a moment." And I was like, I, "I wasn't even there, so they couldn't. They cannot yeah. say I was part of this at all." Yeah. Anywho, this. That was a smile. Oh, no, you, you have to tell the rest of the story, man. Well, I'm uh, low key because I don't want to get up like, yo, bro, why you, why you spit my name out like that? Yeah, but we're not mentioning their names, man. Person A, right, was beating monkeys for no reason. <laughs> no, the, it wasn't. Okay, okay. Nah. okay, no, no, okay. If you're going to say it, let me say it properly again. So, <laughs> but that's what he was doing, though. So, one guy, yeah, <laughs> I just, he had a stick. And then he was like, I have the Snapchat video to prove it as well. Let's go kill a lion. Yeah, let's go kill a lion. <laughs> and they went, I and don't like, know how he did I'm not, they're all caged there. And they went over and they started like aggravating the lions. And I believe, I believe the wolves as well. If it's not the wolves, I do apologize, but I know definitely it was, I think the, lions. It was the wolves. Yeah. And they started aggravating them. I think the, um, this Dublin Zoo security got hold of them and yeah. I said like, yo, what wh- why are you doing exactly. this? Exactly. This is mine. Like, what, what goes through your mind to start harming animals like that in Dublin <laughs> they Zoo? They won't like harming them, but they're like aggravating them, like making shouts and then use a stick to like, I know, oh, make okay. aggressive. But no, yeah. they won't actually like, phys- I don't physically, phys- physically, physically, physically harm them. Yeah. Yeah, they were they acting like coons, man. Yeah, that, that, that was just a bad thing. And then I, I foresaw something like this was going to happen because like, when you see a big group of black, of guys like that, you're like, and What's you know, and you know them. You know the type of yeah. You know how they are. And yeah, you know. Like, oh, nah. no, no, let me wait a minute. <laughs> Something <laughs> right. <laughs> I just have to curse here because I saw it. I just I saw the video of him with the stick. Cause let's go get loud. And I just I looked in his eyes and I just knew that oh feck, this guy's gonna do some trouble right now. <laughs> no, and I watched the next snap and I saw it. I was like oh. But the guy's a calm guy. But I'm not saying that was bad. It's that was something that he shouldn't have done. To be completely honest. When I heard that story in college in um, begging school, I thought that was to finish you. <laughs> Honestly, thought it was finished you. And then I remember because I walked out with chemistry, and then there was just a line of niggas at the principal's <laughs> office, and I said, Nah, nah, nah. They're really free up, free up, free up, my nigga. Because there was, it actually looked like some kind of racial profiling. Because it was just, there was no way in com- in in that school history in twenty years they had that many black people just lining up at the at the doors like that. It was crazy. It was actually it was madness, man. Oh, anyway, we live and learn. We live and learn, man. You learn now not to. We all learn not to. Don't go trying to kill lions. Well, I learned. I think it's good. You can also learn from other people's mistakes. Yeah. So now I know, even though if there was a slight chance that I was going to do it, not to just. 
act stupid in the loses. But I kind of learned that to trust my intuition because at times I'm like, I something in my mind is telling me to do something or to move away, and I won't do it. And I'm like, and then something bad happens to me as a result. So that was like a moment where my intuition kind of saved me. Maybe it was just the spirit of God saying, you guys, do not, if you dare go that way, you know I would deal with you right now. Okay, and our next segment in the episode is a scientific challenge of the week. Scientific challenge of the week? Yeah, you, you keep on saying that. I enjoy doing that. I won't lie. I, I enjoy doing it. You enjoy doing it. Do you it. actually edit it out? No, I don't. I told I'm you. Not, I'm not bothered to. I told you, Mark. He likes it. He I likes don't it. like it. I'm just not bothered to. He likes it. Go on. Okay. Do you want to explain what it is? What? Oh, scientific challenge of the week is meditation. Oh, I just dropped my earphones onto the floor. Okay, so before anyone, people might not know what Scientific Challenge Week is. Basically, every week, me and Alfred are going to do something. Something um, people might have may, maybe put off that can better yourself or something like that. And it ha- it's, it's proven with, it's with, science, with, science, with science, yeah, yeah. right? So that's and the challenge. Scientific ta- Challenge of the Week. Hence, yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Are you happy now? <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so last week on, on, on episode one, right? We talked about how we are going to do meditation, and now we're going to talk about our experience with meditation because it's been like a few weeks now, and we're going to just going to talk about it now. So, first of all, I'm just going to mention again the the benefits of meditation because again, most people might be put off by the word meditation altogether because they, when they think of meditation, they think of like a monk in the mountains with his arms crossed with no food yeah, and just like in a to horrible state. Yeah, exactly. But it's really not that at all. One thing that definitely college students listening in should um notify it really reduces stress levels and i think that even goes to college professors as well because yeah. i've had some professors and i can see from their face that that person they are stressed yeah and as a result they may stop speaking at certain points and then they may speak in a monotone voice yeah and then it becomes difficult to listen to that person yeah. as well and it's just like it's like you you just i'm not saying you don't care about things but like the small stuff doesn't piss you off so a man who is now in um, now having road rage because he's late for work, just screaming and like cursing. If you do meditation, I guarantee you, after like a few months, though. you're just yeah, consistently of course, you'll be looking at them like it's not even that deep. Like you just kind of just like you like I don't really sweat the small stuff. Mm. That's 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 the thing with meditation. And also, and also another thing it does is self awareness. So the whole thing of meditation is just like kind of just listen to your own breath, and you're not really you're trying not to think about everything, but you're just kind of like just mellowing out and because of that you're just kind of self-aware of your own surroundings and mm. everything you start to appreciate just the world around you a lot more and this sounds like a bunch of hippie mumbo jumbo but you can't really understand it unless you've actually experienced it yourself so yeah mm. um uh, those are most of the b- those are the big benefits yeah. but for now i think we should just talk about our own experiences with it so alfred if you want to go ahead first well like i've always known i needed to do meditation but coming up into secondary school, I realized just how big of a problem, how necessary it is for me. Because I'm a kind of guy who thinks a lot. I'm a guy who has a lot of dreams, a lot of aspirations. And I'm a guy who can get very carried away. Like, And I know that's a, spe- a big problem for me. 
So I've known I needed to do meditation, but at times I just didn't have that willpower to do it. So doing this, as well as those reading books and so on, that kind of those kept saying, oh, I do, I meditate, and it's them here. Kind of those um, hit that stroke in my mind that said, Inka, you need to do medit- you need to meditate. Yeah. So I'm meditating, and honestly, I truly do enjoy it because I feel the days that I do meditate where I do get it in, those are the days that are most productive. Those are the days that last longer, in a sense. One thing to say, it's nothing. It's not like you use your whole day meditating. It's mm-hmm. just like 10 minutes in the morning. You can do like five. Five minutes in the night. That's what I do. And it does make a big difference when you're doing it. You want to explain? Um, I'll talk about my experience as well, actually, now. So for me, it was more so me being, I was a lot more focused when I did. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see it instantly, but after maybe like, the fifth day of doing consistently 15 days in the m- day 15, 10 minutes in the morning um five, five minutes, minutes in the night. night i realized i was just a lot more focused with my work and this the because when i w- while i was meditating obviously you're trying to just kind of calm down your mind not think of oh i need to do this i need because you're constantly thinking about the future mm-hmm. so the whole thing of meditation is that you're just focusing on the present and just focusing on your own body right now so me working or studying during the exams was a lot more easier for me because I was just focusing on studying. I wasn't focusing on what am I going to eat? When am I going to go out? What am I doing this, 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 and that? So that, that, was, that was one big thing for me that it really did change. And I felt like while I meditated, I noticed the thing that the most important things that I've been putting off would always come to my mind while I'm meditating. Yeah. Like the thing that my subconscious mind has been working on for maybe days on end, and then it's finally got a solution. Then it would just come to me in my mind that, oh, if you did X like this, you would get a result. And I'll, I'll think to myself, wow, this is a really good idea. Yeah. Like maybe even something like oh ask my about if you want to if I can hop on this podcast because you know you'd really like to do that yeah things like thoughts like that would come to me more easily while I did meditation it's when you don't think it's gonna come that's when it comes out of nowhere where you you're you kind of got not I won't say at your lowest point at like at a point where like you're just not thinking about it whatsoever you're like you're allowing information to new information to come to your mind instead of like all this clutter information yeah. that we're getting it was when um <coughs> I'm just throwing it out there Einstein he figured out the theory of relativity while he was playing violin and he had given up with it completely like he just he just didn't want to w- bother with it anymore he had given up as he was playing the violin it just suddenly like came to him like that yeah because your mind's like uh, it's not your your conscious mind that thinks about it it's your subconscious mind subconscious mind that's yeah. still working working the gears in the yeah. background mm, that's true also and for me like there's different types of meditation you can meditation you can li- just put time on your phone listen to nothing try and listen to nothing try and listen to your breath try and just feel the different body reactions going through you right now and stuff like that bodily sensations yeah or you can have a guided meditation where someone with a soothing voice I think voice guided meditation is the best at yeah. the beginning for at me beginning. I couldn't do it before like I could not stop thinking about stuff so you just listen to one voice and then it's giving you instructions that was really helpful yeah it was really nice and there's this really good um, guided meditation app called Let's Meditate I've been starting to use it and I re- I'm actually blown away because it's completely free yeah. and you can just download as many different packages as you want. Yeah. Some called How to Attract Abundance where the person will just teach you to relax and allow your mind to just basically attract the abundance of the world of the world has to offer for you. Exactly. And then others will be called yeah. like emotional release, different ways how you can just expand all the um, rage, all the feelings, all this, um, cl- all this feelings you have bottled up inside and yeah. just let it go. I really do enjoy it. The way we're talking about meditation, the people are going to be thinking, oh, calm. So if I do meditation, I'll be like a demigod. Like, it's going to be at that point. It's going to be them ones. <coughs> to be honest, if you do meditation properly, you will, de- I genuinely feel that you will have aspects of the demigod inside you. 
<laughs> and for people who go like, oh, nah, but still not doing it. Like, no one in the modern world does it. Like, nigga, there's, I have a list of so many celebrities that have said, like, meditation has really changed their career and uplifted it. Like, to name a few, like, Oprah, Jay-Z, Jay-Z Steve Jobs, nigga, 50 Cent. 50 Cent got shot over, like, more than seven times. <laughs> so if you're telling me a thug like that meditates and you don't want to do it, then you're just lacking in life. J. Cole meditates as well. J. Cole meditates as well. I know Kobe Bryant, rappers, but like Kobe Bryant, nigga, he's a basketballer. For what reason is he meditating? But he knows it's to get him focused, to get him in the game, and it's to just improve his overall aspects of life. Mm. So if you're not, if you're not, if you don't at least try it, then I think you're just kind of being ignorant. Yeah, you should just try it, man. Like it genuinely does help you. And in six minutes, you will not notice six minutes in your day. It will yeah. be like the smallest fraction you could think. But if you just relax and take a deep breath. Listen to the sounds around you. Listen to your, so maybe your mom cooking, maybe your dad cooking if, if he's if he's cooking for that, yeah. and so on and so forth. <coughs> but anyway, yeah, that's our thoughts. That, that's that's our thoughts on meditation. So I think check out Let's Meditate the app. It's free. Has like a yellow symbol with like a floral um, flower in the middle. Yeah. Well, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Okay. That's. I think that's everything. That's everything. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna. I think we should tell 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 them what we're gonna do next week. Next week. Scientific Challenge Week, we will be, be undertaking the challenge of self-affirmations. Self-affirmations, so okay. So, for one week, we'll just be telling different, <coughs> just be telling ourselves different statements we'd like to be true about ourselves. Speaking to existence. Yeah, and making them a reality. Damn. We're going to be gurus at the end of this, I end know, of this man. podcast, man. Hopefully, hopefully, we change the world, man. Man, I just want to know how to do an aura sphere. How to do a what? An aura sphere. You know, in Nicario, that special movie where it goes, oh, I want to learn how to do that. Oh, I, 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 was, I was thinking, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day we'll, um, yeah, we'll be able to do that kind of stuff with our chi and chakras and stuff like that. But I think that's delving into a big hole that takes that needs a whole other episode to talk about, which I don't mind talking about. But I think we need someone to hop on with us. That yeah, knows that like knows what they're talking about. Because yeah, we're exactly. the same thing. Like I just said, I'm not talking about Pokemon or Cario. Yeah, like, what does that got? Yeah, exactly. You look at you like guy. It's not anime. Chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I think that wraps up everything. Yeah, that's everything we have yeah. to say. Um, be sure to follow us on our personals or on our socials. The main, the main uh, Instagram page, CMT underscore podcast. Once uh, again, well, do you want to say something? Yeah, I just want to. I want to end it, man. Okay, you want to end it? Okay, yep. here you go. End so it. I've been Alfred Lankello, and I've been your host, My Waterloo. And we'd like to thank you for joining us on the third episode of the Can't Make Soap podcast. It was a privilege for them to listen in, not for us to speak to them. But okay. I'm still thanking you though, because you know I love you, man. I love them. Oh love man, you use the, the the wrong pronoun. What if it's a woman? Yell them will come after you. Sorry, I love y'all. Yeah, like y'all. I, yeah, I think I get everybody there. What about non-binary? I actually looked at the statistics. There's a there's two percent of non-binary people that listen to us. Seriously? Yeah, I'm one percent other. One percent. I feel that's Alex Curry. <laughs> I feel like oh, everyone will say like nah, I'm, like, nah nigga, I'm different yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway that's episode 3 see you guys see you guys episode. bye see ya